0: a man who's had a career at uh, two clubs, for instance, and Jamie played for both the Roosters and the Dragons. Who play on Monday? You can catch the game live on SEN, the Anzac Day clash from the SCG uh, coverage, starting at three. Joel Kane, Brett Kamali, and Timmy Manor with the call of that one, and Jamie joins us right now. Sowie, how are you, mate?
2: Yeah, good. Thanks, Adam. Uh, nice to see you. Did your research? I fan Penrith as well. I can see yeah. why people are uh, taking the world game and. That sounds like a Geelong fan for you, Dickie, saying the
1: Swans suck. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just want to talk to you. I'm not hearing the bounce of the basketball in the background, my friend. I know you've got a big game coming up tomorrow.
2: Yeah, you don't need the bounce of the basketball when you're going to take Jimmy Smith's head off. Um, <laughs> it'll be aggressive line speed. bit like Steve Maddye. I know Adam Peacock will relate to this. bit like Steve Maddye, early 08. Um, yeah, wow. Well, just that first five minutes. Yeah. So, uh, um, no, but it's a it's a big day for the for the Kings. Obviously they're going well this year and we're all happy with um you know where we're sitting on the ladder, but the Starlight Foundation, you know, such an amazing charity to be a part of uh, I was on the winning side, you're on the losing side, which was good. Um so now we've had to um yeah, go again. I get to play with Nick Kyrgios, which is probably one of the best things I'll ever do, um, inside of being a fan.
1: And hanging out with me. Um yeah, a $1.01 uh, photo with the great man tomorrow?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can. I, I once saw a dog jump at about 99 cents uh, in New Zealand, so that'll be <laughs> me uh, losing money to put it on. Um, and and it'll be, I think two things to do tomorrow, get a photo with the great man and just throw him an assist. As long as he can score off one of my passes, I'll be able to tell everyone
0: that I passed the ball to
2: Nick Kirios.
1: Yeah, because because uh, you, you run want run the on. double tag, you want him to have that on his socials, and then you just run off. it. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: bruising moment coming.
1: <laughs> Bruce
0: played against Nick, and um, yeah, uh, Sowie um, try and get him in. Uh, try and get him down in the low post because he can't be beaten there. He's a big, big unit, and he'll just back his way in. Put the uh, the reverse beep beep, and yeah, defender in trouble, um, mate. This Monday. So, Anzac Day, yep. you played in six of them, my research tells me, and you had a damn good success rate there, some very good moments. It's a little bit extra than just two regular competition points, correct?
2: Yeah, it is, uh, Adam. It's, you know, finals-type um, atmosphere. Yeah, it's a lot of build-up to the game. And the that uh, also, people have sacrificed their lives and and fought to be able to put us in this position, so... Um, yeah, it is really a special day. I remember playing in my first one. I think it was at the um, at the Olympic Stadium, actually, which was a bit unusual that year. We played there and we had a Jets fly over and it was something I'd never experienced before. And then, you know, as the years went on and we got more success, um, playing that one in 2012 where we won in the last couple of minutes. Um, you know, it is. So being training all week, it's actually... We're a bit head-to-head this week, me and Dickie, because... Um, he's obviously working in tight with the Roosters, and they're catching and, and kicking and all that stuff. And I'm going to, uh, head to head with him with my role at the Dragons, so I'm looking for the text Monday night
1: and him uh, dropping off a, finally my shirt and a, a couple of beers. I haven't got the Moles shirt for you. It is at home. It is at home. But sorry, in the Anzac Day, was there? Can you remember a uh, a pre-game or a, a speech from a coach or any sort of moment where? A coach might have brought in someone that, that that served or or someone currently in the armed services where they're able to talk about their experience, and you're like, man, look. Hopefully, in our lifetime, the the closest we get to to war is running out on the uh, on the AFL or the rugby league field.
2: Yeah, I think well, most years we had someone come in and speak. I remember Brownie's speech actually before my first one. I was a bit passionate about his family and what for him. And it was the only time I'd sort of been a little bit rattled before kick-off where I wasn't sort of uh, in my own head preparing. Uh, it was actually really one of the best speeches that I've had, you know, from uh, pre-game with, with such... You know, so, um, but yeah, most, most people, uh, most weeks, you would get someone come in, end that week, and talk about, you know, what it meant to them and mateship and camaraderie and, and how you, they were able to fight through it. And when you put it all in perspective that, you now, um, what you're playing? If you're lucky enough to play sport, you know, amateur or professional, when you lose, you think the world's ending. Um, you know, you put it all in perspective that these people were, you know, and still do go over and fight and protect so that we can. Uh, yeah, sort of sit back and go, wow. You know, maybe I need to just keep moving here. But um, it, it is a special round, I think. You know, the way that the Roosters and Dragons have done it now, Melbourne and the Warriors, and then uh Collingwood and and I I'm on 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 Sunday as
0: well. It's, it's such a sport. I um say I don't know if you could just uh, adjust your positioning a little oh, bit. You uh you sound I haven't like,
2: moved. I'm standing on I'm standing on one leg outside in the undies. <laughs> I
0: haven't
1: moved.
0: It's pretty impressive when you and think that's about quite it. What a good sight. <laughs> no, you're just uh you're just breaking up a little bit unfortunately. Um just to, the movement between uh clubs for yourself roosters dragons you mentioned of course that you had some time out at the uh the foot of the mountains um going from roosters to dragons the characteristics between those two places
2: yeah well i was still a young pup at the roosters is that better have you got me now
0: yep perfect yeah
2: so i was still a young pup at the roosters and they'd made three grand finals so um you know when i came in there was a lot of expectation and i probably didn't know how to handle that and you know, I remember the first 50 games or 30 games I played at the Roosters, I'd I'd hate to watch it back because I'd have no idea what I was doing, but mm-hmm. uh, when I went to the Dragons, I went there for an opportunity and then under Wayne, everything changed, everything became clearer for me, so um, yeah, we had some good success there at the Dragons and I think you know, I was allowed to be myself within the Dragons um, you know, because they were chasing that elusive premiership and They'd had great sides between 05 and 06 that probably, if you put down on paper, were way better than the ones we had 09-10. Um, but um, the thing that I loved about those sides is that you know, we didn't need the, the big names. We just came together as a team. So, um, yeah, I sort of accelerated my learning and then yeah, spent some time out at Penrith. But I think those years under Wayne uh, taught me a lot and I find myself reaching back to some of that now, um, now that I'm in the coaching world.
1: Yeah, and... I'm- how did the? How was the debrief from the uh, from the grand final, mate? Obviously, look a great thing. And again, you say talk about put things into perspective. You go, oh, when you lose on grand final day, yeah, it's it's the end of the world. But when you look holistically at the season, you must be proud of what you're able to do. Yeah,
2: sort of. Um, yeah, privately told a few people that I'd prepared myself either way. Uh, when his team's winning and they're losing if the roller coaster is too high and that gap of you know what consistency looks like as a coach then you find yourself on the roller coaster with them so we had two losses this year once against the Broncos and once against uh in the grand final and I found myself being prepared for those moments because I'm not a player anymore Where I can go and sulk and blame the ref or you know worry about my game individually I got to worry about the, the 24 girls in the dressing room so Um, I'd prepared myself mentally either way. It was hard. Um, But, yeah, I think just being up there and soaking it all in and had a few beers um, on Monday uh, with my wife and her sister and that, and we talked about it. And, yeah, I'm probably more excited than ever to get back into coaching um, because of that experience. And now I get the chance to see if I can learn from that and and if I'm going to be a long-term coach or if I'm just a flash in the pan. So, um, I'm meant to mentally prepared. It was it sucks, but you know, when you put it all into perspective of what people have gone through, like we said with Anzac Day on Monday, um, it's actually really not that bad. So um plus we've all got kids, you know, coming home to the girls. Indiana reminded me for about three days straight that we'd lost. Um, <laughs> Said the dragons lost, didn't they, Daddy? I said yes, baby. And she goes, Daddy's not happy. I said no, baby. I said, Indiana, it's Wednesday. Can you let it go? Please? <laughs> um, but it, I think you know, like the best thing I'll ever do is is be a father to these girls, and you know, winning and losing grand finals. It, hopefully, it happens for the next five years. And if we have to lose a couple um, to win one, then, then that's what it takes. But yeah, it was it was a pretty cool experience, Dickie. And you know me, I'm. We have my heart on my sleeve, so it was um, hard to prepare like that, that if we did lose, I needed to be a role model and, and a leader because the club still needed me to represent it well, and you know, we've got another season coming up soon.
1: Exactly, and speaking of your coaching, uh, you've been named the assistant coach to Kylie Hilda at the New South Wales Sky Blues.
2: Yeah, it's a huge honour. Um, Kylie rang me and interviewed me for the job, and you know I got the opportunity to to just express to her One, my passion for the women's space, um, but also I think, you know, the bulk of the the squad that she's had before and the Dragons players, you know, she she checked in with them about my style and and Mm. stuff like that. So um, it's a huge honour to be able to represent uh, New South Wales as a player and now as an assistant coach to Kylie. And, you know, we've already started being hard at work um, for the last couple of weeks and getting everything ready. So... Again, it's going to be another great experience. I get to go down to Canberra. What a beautiful place Canberra is um, to be to be there. <laughs> back back in my hometown, but um, it won't be cold at all in June. Luckily, I'll be in the coach's box, and or hopefully, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> no, nah, you're on the back. You're on the sideline, <laughs> You're on the sideline, side 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 sorry. Hey, last one, Sowie, uh, looking ahead to Monday. So, Dragons get that win last week against Newcastle. Uh, Roosters, sluggish start against the Warriors, but got it done in the end. Uh, which way do you see it going? And can you imagine Zach Lomax uh, maybe picking on Jared Wirra Hargraves and doing what he did to Tyson Frizzell? Honestly, like
2: can I, can I say one thing about Zach? Like, he is the most... Yeah, he, he's out there, but he's yeah a really cool cat to be around, and yeah, you know, I've, I've never seen anyone work harder at his craft than what Zach has done. And that moment of madness will always haunt him, a bit like GI fending me off in 09. Yeah, you can't get rid of it. It's <laughs> going to be on YouTube. Uh, people are going people are going to bring it up everywhere. But um, you yeah, sometimes those you win when you lose, and you lose when you win for Zach. So um, this week, you know, we've prepared really well as a club. Now we understand the importance of this game, and we know how dangerous the Roosters are. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game. And, you know, Dickie will back me up. You know, these games, the form line means absolutely nothing coming into it. Um, yeah, we just needed to win last week. Carl and Pong was on fire. We did that in front of our home crowd. Now it's time to, to keep it rolling, and hopefully we we'll get it done on Monday.
1: Fair enough. Well said. Just a quick one, mate, Text from, from the text line. Boys, can you ask Sowie, would he like to be an NRL coach in the future?
2: Oh, I keep saying no because um, I don't know if I got the stress levels for it. I was pretty intense for three months. <laughs> you um, do it for I, twelve I, months. I, I don't know. Like I, I've always said no because I want to experience life a little bit, um, and I think that that's probably where I'm at at the moment. You know, let me just get my feet a bit more wet and and see what happens. I'm loving being an assistant to Heady and and working with the back five, but. Yeah, I don't want to rush things here and be burnt out and, you know, um, yeah, looking like I'm 50 when I'm only 38. So,
0: Yep, know the feeling. Uh, Sowie, thank you, mate. Really appreciate... You're uh,
2: a good sort. You're not bad for your age, I'm telling you. I've watched you on Instagram you still kick the ball, all right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my head that's the problem. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, that's Sowie. why you get married. <laughs> That's why I'm on radio. Uh Sowie, thank you, <laughs> mate. Um, really appreciate the time this morning. Enjoy uh play the, well tomorrow, mate. Play well and yeah, sync threes for fun.
2: Yeah, I don't I'll be passing the ball and take Jimmy Smith's head off. I told you that.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You've got to know your role. Uh Jamie Sow, cheers, mate.
2: Thanks, boys, cheers.